Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hello and welcome to Palace Intrigue. I am your host, Mark Francis. As recapped by the Mirror, Prince Charles and his son, Prince William, took the place of the Queen by attending the state opening of Parliament. The Imperial State Crown, the greatest symbol of British sovereign power and authority, was carried to Westminster ahead of the Prince of Wales in a limousine with Britain's crown jeweller. It was placed on a table in front of Charles, who looked at it on a number of occasions. For the occasion, William wore a morning suit while Charles wore a naval uniform. Charles did not sit on the sovereign's throne, which had been removed, but on the consort's throne. A space remained next to him where the Queen's missing throne is usually located, under the opulent canopy with the monarch's imperial state crown in front of a velvet cushion. And the mirror adds, according to body language expert Judy James, Charles appeared preoccupied with the crown before his nerves really started to show. She told the mirror, Of course, the most powerful presence at the state opening of Parliament was always going to be the missing one. Even with the Queen's throne removed, the gap looked poignant, and as Charles lowered himself onto what is called the consort throne, and William squashed himself into the smaller throne a few steps down, Charles appeared preoccupied with the crown that sat in front of him, gazing at it for several moments before he was given the speech to read. Charles arrived using body language signals to suggest a desire to imply control and even leadership. There were some directional steering gestures to his wife and black rod on the way into the building and even some smiles of greeting, but he became more sombre and there were some undeniable signs of nerves as he took the walk to the throne room. He took a deep breath on the way in and performed a jaw jut and sideways wobble as though bracing himself. As he arrived at the archway to the throne's room, his head suddenly jerked up to either look at the arch or the throne. With Camilla's left hand showing anxiety signals tapping at the arm of her throne and her feet making jittery movements on the floor, Charles' level of nervousness became more obvious as his hands shook while he held and read the notes of the Queen's speech, making the pages flap as he held and turned them. In the nine-minute speech, Charles said, Her Majesty's government will drive economic growth to improve living standards and fund sustainable investment in public services. This will be underpinned by a responsible approach to the public finances, reducing debt while reforming and cutting taxes. Her Majesty's ministers will support the Bank of England to return inflation to its target. The palace was quick to get out the word that the Queen has had a busy diary this week. With a call to Australia undertaken Monday, a planned virtual Privy Council meeting, and her weekly audience with the Prime Minister by phone on Tuesday afternoon. Palace Intrigue will be right back. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, 
cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Piers Morgan was not impressed by Harry's new commercial promoting sustainable tourism. In the commercial, there was a joke where Harry wonders how the organisation could possibly know whether or not Harry runs the tap while brushing his teeth. Piers writes, Because of course he's such a private guy and that's such secret personal information that only could be known if he'd turned into a Kardashian with 24-7 cameras recording his every ablution and tooth cleansing. Oh wait, he has. Harry and Meghan have become the royal Kardashians, only a slightly trashier version if that was even possible. A pair of shameless chances whose only thought each day is how to fleece and exploit their royal titles ever more cynically, while simultaneously trashing the royal family and monarchy to which they owe their status, and playing the downtrodden, depressed victims from their $11 million California mansion. Piers then turned his attention to Netflix and their recent struggles with subscribers. It's hard to believe people would want to quit a platform that was just about to offer them such empowering, inspiring and uplifting content, isn't it? Meaning the various Archwell projects. The only real surprise is that Netflix ever thought we'd want to watch this kind of vomit-inducing guff from such preposterous, sanctimonious and two-faced imbeciles. After all, Megan and Harry's first and, to date, only podcast for their other big paymasters, Spotify, and the end of 2020 was so simperingly bad they haven't done another one since. And Pierce leaves us with this thought. The complete essay can be found in the New York Post. The world's fast waking up to the cold, hard reality that they have nothing to say that's remotely interesting unless they're attacking their families. And even that nasty shtick is wearing off. In a final, perhaps terminal blow to the Sussex brand, the Queen just announced she is banning them both, along with the disgraced Prince Andrew, from the Buckingham Palace balcony during the trooping of the colour ceremony at her upcoming Platinum Jubilee celebrations when even Her Majesty apparently feels her reputation would be tarnished just by being seen with them in public, it's over. On balance, she'd probably rather have the Kardashians up there waving with her. At least they understand the meaning of family loyalty. And there you have it. If you'd like to email us, our address is thepalaceintrigue at gmail.com. Please follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favourite shows. I'm Mark Francis. My thanks to John McDermott. This is Palace Intrigue and good times. Each week on the new podcast, The Top 11, we pick a theme and give you the top 11. This week, it's the top 11 events of the Roman Empire. The Colosseum is a very impressive piece of architecture and engineering, but did it make the list? Find out which Roman Empire event is number one. Follow The Top 11 wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Murder Weekly, dive deep into the heart of 1984 Miami, where a chilling murder sets Detective Mick Reyes on a pulse-pounding chase through the luxurious shadows and the deep, dark world of black market art. Amidst the city's neon-lit decadence and a killer hiding in plain sight, follow Murder Weekly and experience a thriller that blurs the line between beauty and horror, available wherever you get your podcasts.